I am Trina Mackey, an at-large candidate for North Augusta City Council, and I need your vote on Tuesday, April 27th. I want to be a voice for all citizens. That is not just a campaign slogan, that is a promise. I have spent most of my professional career working in the legal field, and I am committed to using that expertise to ensure that everyone is represented in our community. We are still dealing with the realities of the pandemic, and while many of us are ready to get back out and enjoy our lives again, others are dealing with homelessness and poverty. We have an opportunity on City Council to create initiatives and push forward policy that will uplift our community. It is important that we strengthen our community partnerships, not just in the downtown area and the riverfront, but throughout our beautiful North Augusta. Businesses, both small and large, are the gateway to generating good paying jobs for our citizens. I vow to work with City Council to ensure that this process and these partnerships will be transparent, as will the actions of our City Council moving forward. I understand this may be an awesome challenge, but I am up to the task. I only need your vote on April 27th for me, Trina Mackey, the at-large candidate for the North Augusta City Council. Welcome to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Megan. So glad to have you guys with us. Um, I'm so excited uh, to present this young lady to you all. She's actually an at-large candidate. Uh, she's running for City Council here in North Augusta. So glad to have this Trina Mackey. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ken? Doing great. I tell you what, and I tell everybody all the time, the best conversations happen before the podcast. <laughs> we had a great conversation, uh, just, you know, a social commentary and just throwing ideas back and forth about, you know, ways that we can make North Augusta better. And that's obviously something that this Mackey is very passionate about. And we're going to ask her about during the course of this podcast. But before we get into all that, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Ken. Well, again, my name is Trina Mackey. I am a native of North Augusta. Okay. I graduated from North Augusta High School. What year you got a I got to say it, in 1986. That's a blessing. I was a cheerleader in high school and had some great fun in high school, have great friends that I still keep in touch with to this day. Facebook has been phenomenal in reuniting high school friends. So I'm from North Augusta. I moved away for a while to live in Atlanta where I worked as a litigation paralegal. Okay. I decided to come back when my father became sick. So I moved back home, continued working. I worked in Columbia for a little while, then I ended up back fully in North Carolina. South Carolina. Let me back up, I'm sorry, Ken. I graduated from USC Aiken in 1989 with a political science degree. And then after that, I went to Atlanta to attend paralegal school. So I was a paralegal for 14 years. So my background is heavily embedded in the legal field. So I came back home, but I've always been an engaged citizen in North Augusta. I've always attended city council meetings. I've always been involved. I've always tried to be informed. And I felt that the time was right that I get off the sidelines and try to make a difference here in North Augusta. So you clearly have a passion for politics uh, look, literally went to school to study it, so mm -hmm. it's, it's evident that that is something uh, that is near and dear to your heart. I want to ask you just with your experience um, in legal and politics, how do you believe that will help you um, if elected to North Augusta City Council? 
Can I believe that my legal background being detail-oriented, being analytical, and being decisive will help me to carry those skills over to city council to be decisive, to be analytical, and to pay attention to the details as it relates to our citizens. That's really good, and, and I think really powerful. That's something that's, you said de decisive, because I think so much of what we hear about politics is divisive. Yes. You know, but you're saying, look, I can look at it, and you know, being analytical, I can assess the situation, I can make a decision quickly, efficiently, that's gonna help the citizens of North Augusta. That's, that's great. I'm looking uh, right now at your uh, campaign flyer, uh, you talk about balanced representation, a voice for all citizens, balanced development and accountability, citizens' awareness to keep you informed. You say everyone deserves representation. But people don't want to hear about it from me. They want to hear about it from you. So tell us about your platform and tell us you know, why these points are important to you. Thank you, Ken. I will start with the one that's most near and dear to my heart, and that is citizen awareness. Okay. In speaking with constituents throughout my campaign, what I find is a lot of citizens are just totally unaware about what's going on in the city. There are citizens who feel disenfranchised, feeling that their voices are not heard, that they are not heard, they're not being seen. And I want all citizens to know that I believe the government is for the people, by the people. I believe that city council's goal is to represent the citizens of their community. And I am committed to making sure citizens are not only aware of what's going on, but are engaged in what's going on. And I would like to see that happen by one or two ways, either having a revolving town, a quality town hall. And I say revolving because there are city council meetings that are open to the public on the first and third Mondays of each month. Life happens, so everyone is not able to make those meetings. But if we go out into the community, into the community and have town halls in different areas of the city, that will allow citizens to be a part of what's going on in the city, to be updated and informed about what's going on, to actually know and meet their, rep their city council representatives, to know and to meet their mayor, I think that will go a long way with having citizens engaged in the operations of the city. That is an excellent idea. What that does is, is that it brings government to you. I think yes. there are ways that government, not intentionally, can be in, in, uh, inaccessible for people. Yes. And so what you're saying is, hey, we're going to bring it to you. That's great. Um, and what that does, too, is I think it just kind of... It's decisive. It's not divisive. It takes government, it takes issues, and... You're not just meeting people that on the location, you're meeting their needs in a lot of ways. So that's fantastic. Citizens' awareness, um, what are some other points of your platform that are Another point on my platform is balanced representation. Now, I've had people say, what does that mean? What that means is, this is an at-large seat, which means that essentially, all candidates could potentially live on the same block. That is not unheard of, but if you have all of your representatives living in a certain area of the city, what if I live on another area in the city? Who's looking out for my interests over there? So I say balanced representation to make sure that everyone in the city is represented and that you don't have a bottleneck of issues 
concentrated in one area of the city. You balance it out so that I don't care where you live from the riverfront all the way up to exit 5 I-20. All the citizens throughout from that point to that point feel as though they're being represented, feel as though that their issues are being heard. That's, that's powerful. It's so relevant. I think a lot of folks, and I've heard these conversations, you may have as well, and I ask you about this. Folks think, well, you know, we hear a lot about the riverfront and downtown mm-hmm. on the news, but that's not where I live. Exactly. You know, I live um, over, by the, over by the high school. I live close to the Belvedere. I have issues over here, but we never, you know, those issues are never addressed. What, because I know you're out and you're knocking on doors and, you know, as much as COVID will allow. Um, what are you hearing from the community? What I hear from the community is they only care about the park. The, SR, the ballpark right. is basically what I hear. They only care about the ballpark. And I had a citizen to tell me that he couldn't afford to take his family to the ballpark. So poverty is an issue that we need to deal with in North Augusta. And you, we have citizens who are living either at or below the poverty line. As beautiful and as rich as our city is, that is unacceptable. It is incumbent upon our elected officials to first and foremost recognize the needs of their citizens and to address the needs of their citizens. So again, that's what I mean by balanced representation, that you look at your citizenship as a whole and not just certain areas within the city, but that you look at it as a whole. And having those quarterly town halls will go a long way of the citizens knowing who the representatives are and your representatives going to where you are in the community. I think what people will realize once you start having those discussions, whether you have that discussion at a First Baptist or a First Providence, what you're going to realize very quickly is that the concerns and issues that people have are going to be similar or even the same wherever you have these meetings. And I think that's important for North Augustans to understand is that with all the different things and controversies and, you know, that pop up, Fundamentally, a lot of us got the same issues. Same. We just want to, want to take care of our kids. Right. You know, we want to make sure that we're safe and secure in our homes. And, you know, these are things that obviously are going to be brought to the forefront of these quarterly uh, revolving town hall meetings. If, if you are elected, we, we hope so, because, man, that's something that I think we really need in this community. A voice for all citizens, balanced development, and accountability. Okay, balanced development is crucially important. We talked about Riverside Village and people feeling as though North Augusta is only concerned about the ballpark. Well, we have areas from Savannah River all the way up to exit five. I would love to see development spread out throughout the city. And that means looking at areas that routinely appear to be neglected. We have a whole Eastern corridor in North Augusta that needs revitalization. Can you be specific when you say the Eastern corridor just for our listeners? Okay, when I say Eastern corridor for those living in the city, I'm talking about areas around the East East Martintown Road area, around Atomic Road, over near the Carsville area, over by First Providence, that area. We can use some revitalization over there. Now, I will say that there has been some movement in terms of resurfacing of the roads there. So that was very much needed. So the roads right there at Atomic Road and Martintown Road were in disarray. So I'm excited to see some revitalization along the lines of landscaping going on there. But if you look at the the gateways into the city, for instance, if you look at the gateway 
further down East Martintown Road as you come off Gordon Highway. It looks very different there than it does say at exit one or at exit five. Those areas are beautifully maintained, manicured. I want to see that in every gateway coming into the city. I don't care from which point you enter North Augusta, I want you to say, this is a beautiful place. I don't want it to seem lopsided. I want citizens in every area to feel and know that they are just as important as any other citizen because we all pay taxes. So I would like for all citizens to feel the very same way about their community within the city. This is Donald Doe and Mike Hill Doe with Family Financial Consultants. Do you need help with Medicare, with affordable mortgage and life insurance, building an estate for your child? We provide these types of services for you and much more. As independent insurance brokers, we take pride in coming into people's homes and not only saving them money, but changing their lives. Imagine only paying a few dollars for your medicine instead of hundreds, or cutting the cost of your insurance premiums. Our goal is to provide affordable policies tailored to your individual needs. Give us a call at 803-293-8915 or 706-503-3933. Family Financial Consultants, LLC, located at 412 Edgefield Road in North Augusta, South Carolina. Agents work for companies, but a broker works for you. Do you need insurance for your car, home, life, or business? Then trust Jay Harvey, your Allstate insurance agent in Evans, Georgia. He opened his agency in 2017 because he loves helping and working with people. As a husband and father, he understands the importance of helping families prepare for the unexpected. You can get a personalized insurance quote today by calling 706-434-8106. Jay's office is located at 3118-8 William Few Parkway in Evans, Georgia. Remember, you're in good hands with Jay Harvey, your neighborhood Allstate insurance agent. Yes. Um, a facility, you know, that, and we're so gracious to, you know, to be here and have this conversation, obviously. Very important venue. As you're saying, you know, if you were to leave here and go into North Augusta, it looks different entering North Augusta this way than it, you know, maybe if you're coming down, you know, past Pelicans, venues, you know, or restaurants and places such as that. You know, you think about, well, the Pizza Hut's gone. Mm-hmm. And so for some people, you say, well, just Pizza Hut. But for that community, where you have folks who, okay, well, I can walk to this restaurant, and it's not, it's, there's a difference when you don't have transportation going to Pizza Hut. And I'm not saying you eat Pizza Hut every day, just, but just for an example. Difference in going to Pizza Hut versus having to walk down to, you know, um, you know where there's more populated, you know, you've got your Chick-fil-A and all mm-hmm. these different types of places. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's different just in terms of accessibility. Right. And that's a lot of what you're talking about is to say, hey, let's, you know, revitalize those areas you know, it's great to see roads, but we want to see restaurants. Yes, we want we, to see different things like that. So certainly, that's you. You really have uh, your finger on the pulse of what's important in North Augusta, and that's that's apparent and it's and it's important. You want to be a voice for all citizens. You, look, you've been a voice for all citizens. We look, we're not even fifteen minutes in, and you, mm-hmm. you've spoken to so many issues. But what does that mean to you to be a voice for all citizens? It means just that to have all citizens know that there is someone on city council who will listen, not just hear you, but will listen to you and will try to address the issues that concern you. Because as you said, at the end of the day, 
we're all the same. We want the same things. We want a nice, safe place to live, which we have. But I want all citizens to feel as though they have a nice, safe place to live. If we have citizens dealing with food insecurity, then we need to address that issue. If we have citizens who are dealing with homelessness, we need to address that issue. We need to address issues that impact our citizens across the board. One last part of my platform is business accountability. And what I mean by that is it is very important that we are able to maintain our cost of living as citizens in North Augusta. And the way that we do that is to make sure that businesses that contract with the city to do business for the city, that they perform those duties under that contract. And we need to do that by ensuring that there is contract performance with dealing with the city so that we don't have to deal with potential failures because of those contracts, um, not businesses not performing those contracts to the city to put us at risk of unfortunately having to maybe raise our taxes, which is one thing we do not want to do. But we can stop that hopefully by making sure that businesses that do con business with the city is upholding their part of their contractual responsibilities to the city. Right. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think, you know, when we have conversations, I think just not as a city and a state, but really as a nation, I think people are really starting to look at just those relationships. And, I, you know, and I understand why governments, local, state, federal, do it. They really roll out the red carpet because you want to bring those companies in, those corporations in, because you want the jobs. Because right. you want to, you know, you want to build your tax base and different things like that. But there has to be a certain level of accountability because, okay, you're bringing in these jobs, but you're also raising the taxes. So there's just like, and it's such a huge balance act and an awesome responsibility for government. Don't want to put you on the spot, but I do think if, as people are listening into the business uh, component of this conversation, talk about the importance of small businesses, because I think even that we've seen in the midst of the pandemic and post-pandemic, just some of the struggles and the challenges Absolutely. of small businesses. If elected, what kind of perspective can you give us on that? And what may, what can you do to help facilitate small business in North Augusta? Thank you, Ken. Now, small businesses really are the backbone of not just North Augusta, of, of America. Right. It is through small businesses that jobs are created in our community. It is important, first of all, that we support our small businesses. When I say we, I mean we being the constituents in North Augusta, that we support those businesses that are in our community. I'm very much for working to make sure we keep our tax dollars in North Augusta. And we do that, we do that by start supporting those small businesses. About a week ago, I had a conversation with a small business owner on Knox Avenue. And this business owner shared with me the fact that he has been able to keep his doors open through the pandemic because he was able to pivot to, a, to offer curbside service. That has been a tremendous help to him that he would like to see continue. His concern is after the pandemic is over, he may not be allowed to continue that, that process because zoning laws were somewhat relaxed to allow him to do the curbside service pickup. I think that as much as possible, and I know that there are, build, there are building codes, I know there are codes, regulations that we must comply with. I understand that. But as much as possible, we need to make sure that we're doing all that we can to support our small businesses. And if that means we have to look at 
maybe fine-tuning some things for their profitability, I think we should do that because when they win, we all win. I can't do better until my neighbor does better. And my neighbor could very well be a small business owner. So until that neighbor is doing better, I cannot do better. So first and foremost, we need to support our small businesses as a community, as a governing body. We need to make sure we're doing all that we can to support that small business profitability. So I am committed to our small businesses if that means that we talk to our small business to see what is it that you need to remain profitable, to, re to keep your doors, doors open, then I think we need to make sure that we are complying with those business owners' requests as much as possible. Absolutely. I, that is a, a great commentary. It's for the simple fact, you know, we talk about post-pandemic and, you know, trying to find a sense of normal. I think there are some things that you know, are not going to go back to normal. I think there are just some things functionally in terms of businesses, small and large, or however you want to assess them, um, that are going to change, that, that have to change, that I think will be better, mm -hmm. I think, just for, for the consumer. And so that's one of those things, and it's great that you're keeping an open, an open mind, that you're analytical in that way. Ultimately, you know, you have these great ideas, but it, so much of it comes down to making sure that people come out to the polls and vote. Um, April 27th is that date. Uh, if you could just talk about the importance of voting and just making sure that people come out in order to go on that particular day. Thank you. It is important to vote because your voice, your vote is your voice. So before I can be your voice, I need you to exercise your vote and make your voice known. Voting is on the 27th, Tuesday the 27th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It is important that we come out and vote in, in numbers because you have the ability to make a huge difference in North Augusta. And it starts with you going out on the 27th and casting your vote. I, this is a, a great time in North Augusta, I think, just in terms of uh, political newness. Um, I understand that, you know, you're gonna have a mayor, you know, you, um, you're gonna have some new city council members. And this is a great time, I think, just for the voters to be a part of that, to become more politically aware and not only just aware, but politically empowered. And just so glad to have Trent Mackey uh, on Making a Difference today, really just uh, bringing a great perspective and bringing great information. So glad to have you on the show, Ms. Mackey. Thank you so much, Ken. And thank you for all that you do in our community.